Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. As a listener of this podcast episode, then you must have a business or you're at least thinking about going into business for yourself. Well, one of the number one problems is that we have to find someone to buy from us, right? And we, a lot of times in the beginning, wonder if anyone will ever buy from us, but then we kind of sit and we're stuck in that space of, well, I've started this business and it just isn't growing as fast as I want. So I must find new customers. It's actually a huge challenge for many small business owners. But I'm here to ask, how can you not find customers? Today, it's easier than ever to find somebody to buy what it is that you sell. That's because we have technology right at our fingertips. And it's not just about technology either. There's actually all kinds of ways that you can find and drive traffic to your business. So whether you're using your smartphone or you're connecting through video and audio, or you're just meeting people in person and sharing your stories, Today's episode will give you even more ideas on how you can find new customers to really grow your pet business. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. This episode is an extension of episode 81, where I talked high level just about marketing and the three pieces that go into it. 
like traffic, conversion, and retention, and how all of them play a role in finding new customers. Today's episode, we're diving deep into traffic. Now, traffic can be a variety of things. If you are a brick and mortar business, you've likely heard of foot traffic, right? You want to pay more to be in an area where people are walking on foot by your front doors. I always loved to have a storefront and a visible area because if there was someone walking out front of my door, they likely had a wallet on them and they were more likely to come into my store and buy something. So foot traffic to me was always really important and I would pay more in my rent rates to be where all the people were. Now you might also consider car traffic, right? That's the cars or the people who are driving by. And if you're at a major intersection, car count, traffic count can be something that a lot of real estate agents love to feature in the commercial real estate world. So that might be important for your location and where you're at. Or maybe you have an an online store or everything that you sell and do is on a website. Maybe you sell online dog training and you need website traffic. You want to send a lot of people to your website so that they can buy from you there. We can also think about social media traffic, having a lot of followers. Maybe you've grown a large following on TikTok by filming all of the dog grooms that you do. And so now your audience has grown so big that the brands want to pay you as an influencer. Traffic coming into your business could even look like phone calls. Maybe it's important for you to assess a customer first before actually committing to working with them. So there's lots of ways that we can find traffic and some of it's going to naturally happen. But we also have a lot of influence over how we present ourselves to people when they see us and influence where this traffic comes from. All this traffic are potential leads and potential prospects for you to go after. And this is where I want you to shift from thinking about traffic as just traffic and a number count, but actually shifting it to attraction and understanding how you're going to attract people to you how you're going to improve your visibility and being seen so that you can get in front of more people and not only more people of anybody, but more of your ideal customer and how you can truly connect with them by sharing your stories, sharing their stories, sharing the value that you bring. Visibility and attraction go hand in hand because we want to raise the amount of people that see us by showing up for our business and ourselves in a really big way. And then we want to be able to convey the message, the exact message about what it is that we do and sell and why we do what we do to attract our ideal customer. This visibility thing is so important to me. I've always put emphasis on this personally because I feel like wherever there is an audience, I want to be seen. I want to be center stage. I want my business to be center stage. And I want to capture that audience at every moment that I can. So rule number one for me is if there's an audience, I will be seen. And then rule number two for me is that I want to stand out from the crowd. I want to be so noticeable that people have to pay attention to me. And I was this way in my pet business as well. Two things come to mind for me in my pet business when I did two separate events. One of them was the Bark in the Park event, and it was an event for the Anti-Cruelty Society in Chicago where thousands and thousands of people would come together at a park, and there were maybe 50 different vendors, and my pet business was one of those vendors. And this was before the days of running Facebook ads. So 
you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, there's this event. Thousands of pet owners are going to be there. That's my ideal customer. What can I do? How can I be seen? And I literally flyered every car that was in that parking lot. So yes, it was time consuming. And some of those flyers, probably most of them never turned into customers. And I guess now you'd even think that was probably littering. But at the time, it was what I needed to do to be seen. And I saw an opportunity there where there is my ideal customer. All these cars at this event, I'm going to walk around and drop off gift certificate flyer to raise awareness about my business and also hopefully incentivize them enough to come into the shop. Sure enough, there would be at least a handful of people (laughs) who would come in. Now, I know you might be thinking that a handful of people isn't a lot of people, Candice, but it's not about the numbers of people that came in. It was once I got them in, I converted them into customers and then they became lifelong customers. And so that little action of hustling it And that parking lot turned into years of recurring revenue. So I want you to think about this. Wherever there's an audience, I want you to be seen. So how can you be seen in a more visible way? The second is standing out from the crowd. (laughs) Okay, so this is important because there would be so many people at an event like this. How can you stand out from everybody else? I've done two things before. Once we made the world's largest dog birthday cake. (laughs) That's right. We were a cake bakery and we brought all the pieces together to be able to assemble and decorate the world's largest dog cake there. And then we served it up. Another time I gave away an iPad and you should have seen the line coming out of my booth for people to register to win this free iPad. So it was only, only cost me a few hundred dollars. But to the rest of the people walking around this massive event, there was one booth where everybody wanted to be. And you know what I got in exchange for giving away that iPad? All those people's emails, addresses, dogs' names, their biggest challenge with their dog. I got them to fill it all out and give it to me just for a chance for one of them to win an iPad. That is standing out from the crowd. So as we go through this episode today, I want you to always be thinking about this. Where is the audience that you could find and be seen? And how are you going to stand out from the crowd? I want you to be so noticeable that people have to pay attention to you. Because when we can raise awareness about what we do and what we sell, the key results are you will find more customers. You will increase your word of mouth, which ultimately will turn into more money. And while money can't buy happiness, it sure can solve a lot of problems, especially in business, and it can relieve a lot of stress. So the more visible we come, the more money we should make. That should go hand in hand. And the examples I just shared were more of in-person situations. However, now with the technology that's right at our fingertips, the way to become visible is by getting online and creating content. And I hate to break it to you, but as a small business owner, you must, you must, you must, you must, you must become a content creator, an online educator, an entertainer. This entertainer can be you. It can be your team. It can be your customers, but somebody has to be stepping up and creating content online for you. This content can be just done through photos. It could be video. It could be voiceovers. 
It could be a combination and should be a combination of all three. You can no longer hide. It's not serving you to post only once a week on your social media. It's not serving you to send only one email a month. It's not serving you to collect your customer's information and then do nothing about it. You have to begin communicating more frequently with your customers and with higher value content. And attracting your ideal client first starts with you being fully confident in what it is that you do and who you serve and how you, more than anybody else, help people better than anybody else. And you may not feel it or you may not know it just yet, but you need to believe it. You need to believe that they have to be buying their pet supplies from nobody but you. You need to believe that you are the best dog trainer in town. Trust that your pet sitters are doing the job better than anybody else in the whole state. That's right. Give yourself that pep talk. Tell yourself you're the best. Tell yourself that you deserve to grow your business just as much as everybody else that you're seeing being content creators on social media. You deserve that kind of attention too, even if you hate being the center of attention (laughs) because there are people in your communities who need your services and they won't know about you if you're not talking about yourself. So I want you to be crystal clear that you are the best pet pro out there to help the customers in your community. And I want you to get crystal clear on what it is that you actually do and sell because it's not just a thing or a service. I want you to really think about how you help people with their problems because you're not just selling pet supplies. You're helping people treat their pets like family. And you're not just giving a dog bath. You're beautifying their pets from inside and out. You're not just walking a dog, you're selling peace of mind. So at the top of all of this, I want you to really think about what it is that you truly sell. What are the key benefits that people get when working with you? And what is it that you do better than anybody else? And now we're going to preach it from the mountaintops. This will become the core content that you can share all over social media and in your email marketing. And when you know how to talk about your business, the clearer it becomes for you to be able to increase your visibility. Now let's go into that. Let's talk about ways that you can get the traffic. Okay. Let's first start with how people are naturally seeing you, right? That foot traffic, people walking by, people physically seeing you. One of the ways that you could do that to improve the traffic into your storefront is by beautifying the exterior of your space. Maybe you need a fresh coat of paint. Maybe your store windows need improvement. Maybe the lighting needs to be fixed or an awning is a little dirty. Maybe you can do a complete revamp and take that messaging of what you know you do better than anybody else and convey that on the exterior of your business. At one point with my boutique in Chicago, we put our entire brand manifesto in vinyl lettering on the exterior of our building. It really shouted from the mountaintop to pet parents exactly why they could trust us, why we were better than everybody else, and how we connected to them as pet parents and treating their dogs like family. 
My company was called Dogaholics, and we had to convey like why that addiction was better than any other addiction out there and how it really can change their lives for the better. So we did that through drafting up a manifesto and we put it all over our website and actually on the exterior of the building. It's really amazing what beautifying the exterior of a space will do. And don't forget those store windows. Even if you're not a retailer, but you still have a physical storefront, you can do a lot with making your windows look beautiful. Perhaps you need to update some signage in the store, or even if you have a pop-up booth or you go to trade shows or pet expos, you could revamp your booth space to be more attractive, more modern, more engaging, more interactive. Perhaps you have a mobile van where the paint is a little faded, or maybe it's an old branding and you need to completely give it a facelift. Maybe it's in the uniforms that you wear. Maybe they're getting a little faded as well, or maybe you don't have any (laughs) and it's time to polish your look. So these are the physical things that people are seeing about your brand. This is how you're visibly showing up in the physical world. These are important pieces because they're kind of like that first touch point that people will see and they will make a decision about you right at the beginning. The colors you choose, the fonts you use, this all conveys the message you want to put out in the world. And it will either attract the right audience, the wrong audience, or it won't attract people at all because it's impossible to see or too hard to find. The most obvious way to find more traffic for your business is to intentionally get in front of your ideal audience. And the number one way to do this is through paid advertising, whether that's social media ads or exhibiting at specific shows. Maybe it's even flyering all the cars like I did. It could be partnering with other businesses and organizations that align with yours. There are Facebook groups for pet lovers, dog moms, dog dads, you know, agility fanatics. Like there's a health and wellness for dog food groups. Like there's so many Facebook groups. There probably are even some in your city, in your state or your region that you could connect to. You can even search hashtags for your specific area and connect with accounts through messaging that way. Maybe it's hashtag dogs of Illinois, hashtag pets of Chicago, hashtag San Francisco dog mom. Other ways to drive traffic are having an active and accurate profile on store locators. If you are a retailer who sells things, or if you, you know, represent somebody's product in your business, then you want to be on their store locator on their website or keeping your Google business profile up to date and active. Those two are a little more passive, but they still drive traffic to you. One of the most obvious ways to grow traffic is to utilize social media and it's free, right? You can still really grow an audience and find new customers by posting organically on social media, but you need to be consistent. Like I said earlier, this isn't just about posting once a week. I mean, heck even like once a day isn't enough on these platforms, So increase your frequency and stay consistent and the platforms will reward you. It also really helps to learn the specifics about each platform and utilize all the bells and whistles that they give you. You Insert your address. If there's a spot for an address, write a little intro paragraph, connect the other accounts, make sure your hours are active, learn a lot about the individual platform, use it to your advantage. And then another way to drive traffic is through email. 
I personally love email because it's a platform that you actually own, right? You own your email list, all of the customers' emails, addresses, you own those. With social media, you are just borrowing that audience. It's like renting it. You know, you can't actually control the message that goes in front of people because even though organic social media is great, only about one to 6% of the people who follow you are actually going to see your post in their social feed. So that's why we like to encourage you to do all of these other things like the paid advertising or partnering with businesses or doing weekly emails, maybe even more than that. The whole point here is that with traffic, you need to be intentional about showing up in specific places and promoting your business. You can't just sit and hope that people will find you. The next way to find traffic is to engage, to engage with your community and to engage with other accounts. So let's talk about these in-person events. Are you attending events around your community? Are you attending industry shows? And once you are at these events, how are you showing up at these events? How are you being seen? How are you being visible? Did you bring just a little itty bitty sign and no tablecloth and you've got it all pushed to the back of the booth underneath the 10 by 10? Or did you get a branded pop-up tent? Do you have a prize wheel for people to spin? Are you standing out in front of the booth, handing out free samples, talking to people, meeting people, right? That one vendor is hiding. Yes, they paid to be at an event and meet people, but they're hiding and they're not showing up and being really visible. The other vendor is extremely visible and capturing everyone's attention, right? Standing out from the crowd. Let's take engagement to social media. You post on your social media pages and then somebody actually responds. They they comment on one of your posts. Do you just like it or do you comment back? And when you comment back, you should be asking a question for their response so that you can continue the conversation. For example, let's say you're promoting dental hygiene that month. And somebody says, oh, my dog loves the peanut butter toothpaste. You could say, that's awesome. Yeah, peanut butter toothpaste is one of our best sellers. How? And then you can ask the question, how many times do you brush your dog's teeth in a month? Right, Kind of keep that conversation going. It's unrelated to even what they said about the product, but you're wanting to continue getting to know that customer even more and creating other content within that thread that other people might see. And if we start to think about really where our customer, our ideal customer is even hanging out, you know, where do they go? What groups are they hanging out in on Facebook? You could go in and start to comment and engage on those groups and be seen. Here you're using engagement and getting to know people all to drive traffic and awareness to your business. All in all, there's lots of ways to find traffic. There's what people physically see in front of them about your business. Then there's the online traffic and running paid ads or connecting with other businesses and partnering with them, finding Facebook groups or doing your own organic social media. And then there's the part about actually engaging with the people when you see them. So once they do meet you in person or find you online, how does that relationship play out? All of it can be seen as driving traffic and attracting your ideal customer. I know it's a lot and I know that it can feel overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. So let's just think about the next 30 days. What is happening in the next 30 days? Is there an event that you've already signed up for that you're going to? How could you up-level your game at that event? Or if you haven't signed up for one yet, let's find one for you to go to. Or could you commit 
to posting twice a day on social media for the next 30 days? Or could you commit to doing an Instagram live every single day for the next 30 days? It could be short, but what is it that you could commit to around driving traffic and attention and visibility to your business? All right. The next piece of this, after we've found all this traffic, I want you to think about where is it all leading to? Where is this all going now, right? Now what? Now what happens? Again, if it were me, like I would want to be building my list. I would want to be building my email list. And so a way to do that is to offer opportunities for people to sign up for that email list. One of the ways that people do it online is through creating what's called a lead magnet. Yeah, that's something of value that is something that your ideal customer, the ideal prospect, the ideal lead would want to have. Maybe it's a PDF of a checklist of like 10 tips for new dog owners, or maybe it's a a mini video series about tricks to get your dog from pulling on the leash. It could be as simple as like we have one right now that's just cell phone wallpaper kind of cover covers, little JPEG images that you could save on your phone and use it as what they call like the cell phone wallpaper. And they're motivational and inspirational. I will link to that lead magnet in the show notes of this episode. You'll just go to petboss.com forward slash episode 82. That's petboss.com forward slash episode, the number eight, and then the number two. And you can check out these cool cell phone wallpapers that we have for you. And you'll see what a lead magnet whole process looks like, where we've put something online. We've utilized a software platform that allows us to collect a customer's or potential lead, right? Somebody's email address and name. And then through the process of that setup, what'll happen is you'll land on a thank you page. You'll get the cell phone covers then on the next page and they are emailed to you as well. And then now you are on our really cool and awesome Pet Boss Nation email list. And you'll hear about all the tips that we share. You'll get a weekly email newsletter. And then you'll hear about how to grow your pet business even more. It's basically like (laughs) all things Pet Boss to you all the time. So that is an example of a lead magnet. When I had my pet business, we had one called 12 Steps to Being the Ultimate Pet Parent. Because again, it was a company called Dogaholics. And this was delivered via an ebook. I bought a URL. I think it was 12 step pet. Uh, It doesn't exist anymore, but 12 step pet.com. And we put that URL in our shopping bags. It was on that wall outside of our store on that manifesto. We had it on our website. We had it on our business cards. Like we had that lead magnet URL posted everywhere so that we could capture as many email addresses as possible so that we could build our list. So will you lead people to a lead magnet? Or do you want to lead them to your website or lead them to some sort of a calendar or invitation for scheduling a meet and greet or to schedule a free consultation? Usually we are sending all these online leads, all the online traffic, and even in person, like I just said, I did it with my pet business. We're leading these people to a website. And on these websites, we would love for them to opt into something typically. But even if you don't have the ability to do that, or maybe you don't have a website yet, you can still keep this all really simple. Did you know that Canva allows you to make a website page? That's right. 
you can build out a little mini website inside Canva using their templates and links. It's unbelievable. Now, this isn't the best way to build a website for your company. Not at all. I do not recommend that, but it will at least get you something so that in the next 30 days, you could be marketing your business online. Okay. And you could be sending that URL out to any potential lead possible to learn more about how to do business with you. Let's see where else it could just literally lead to a DM. They could direct message you to find out more, keep it simple, but we want to take all the people that we are meeting, whether they're walking through our doors or calling us on the phone or meeting us at a trade show or pet expo booth or visiting our website, we want to somehow convert them to taking action to getting on our list or to talking to us again some way. So think about where that traffic that you're getting, where you're going to lead them to. So even if you're promoting yourself a lot on social media consistently, within the mix of posts, you would insert the lead magnets, right? You would send people to your website. You would ask them to send you a private message to learn more. The key piece that's often missing though in attracting more business to you is that you're afraid to show up for yourself. And I think that's because you're afraid that you'll be bothering people, that you're going to be annoying them with too many emails and too many social media posts. But you're not, because right now I know you're not doing it enough. And even if you increased it just a little bit or what might feel like a lot for you to make that increase, it's still not as much as these platforms want you to post, or it's still not as much as other companies are sending emails to your clients. Okay. So you are not bothering or annoying anyone. And you're especially not bothering them when you're presenting them with valuable information, like things that they care about. Right. So did you know that like Facebook wants you to post like two to three times a day? TikTok, I think wants like something like five or more TikToks every single day on Pinterest. You could post up to 30 times a day for it to make any kind of impact to you. And it takes time. Could you imagine creating five TikToks and putting them out there every single day? That is so much work. It is. It's time consuming. But that's what they're saying, that that's not too much. So believe me, you are not bothering people or annoying them when you post on social media. Because only one to 6% of any of your followers actually see your posts in a given time because it will all depend on will when those algorithms want to put it in front of them in their feeds, right? Like very few people are actually coming over to your social media profile. Very few. They're just seeing it when it shows up in the feed. So you need to remember that. Also, don't be afraid to also email on the same day that you are going to post on social media because a customer who they might see it in their email, but they are not going to see it on social media. Or there's people on your social media who are not signed up for your emails right now. And honestly, if they see it in both places, it's just reinforcing for them and reminding them of an event that you have coming up or a new product that you just got in or a service that you provide or a reminder to book a reservation. Really, it's a numbers game. 
And by you showing up for yourself and showing up for your business and not living in fear of annoying people, it will help keep your name at the top of the list when they think about companies to work with, to help with their pets needs. You might be unhappy with your space. And as you think about being a content creator, you know, you're worried about your space being too messy or damaged, or I don't know, who knows what it is. But I just want you to find one little spot and just make it yours. That can be the one place you do all your filming. Maybe it's the one place you take all your pictures and don't even stress out about what the rest of the room looks like. Okay, we just need a sliver. We need a, a, one little pull behind the curtain and look behind like where it is that you're working so that you can get your message out there. And if you don't want to show your face, that's totally fine. You can do voiceovers. You can even just show your hands. You can just show the pets. You could work with somebody else to film it all from like behind you. So your face isn't even showing really There's no reason for you to hide any longer because people need to hear about what it is that you do and that you sell and how you can help them. Or maybe you are living in this fear of not knowing what to say. This is probably one of the other biggest things I see when people are not showing up on their social media or doing any marketing. They just don't know what to talk about. Well, I want you to use a simple like three by 10 rule. Okay. I think three by 10. You could do this quickly in the next probably, you could probably sit down for 15 to 20 minutes after this podcast is over and work on this three by 10 rule. I want you to come up with three main topics that you could talk about and then 10 ideas under each of those topics. So take a piece of paper and make three columns, come up with three main topics and 10 things under each of them. They'll vary depending on the business that you have. Maybe one topic is healthy diets. Maybe one is dog mom lifestyle. Maybe one is enrichment. Maybe one is dog behaviors. What are those three main topics? Come up with 10 ideas. And now you have 30 days worth of something to talk about. And I bet within each of those 10 ideas, you could come up with even more ideas, sub ideas, little mini videos, little posts, little quotes, little facts that you could share on your social, and in email. Little exercises like that will help you become a content creation machine. (laughs) That's right. And then by you posting it and putting it out there in the world, you will raise your visibility. And if the message is on point and you're staying consistent, you will attract an audience who is going to get to know you, love you, and eventually buy from you. So start showing up for yourself and becoming more visible because it takes like something like five to seven times for people to start to recognize a brand and a business before they'll take action and make decisions on it. Okay. So get the word out there. Don't be shy. So to recap here, we want you to find more traffic. And that is about looking at what is already right in front of you and right in front of your customer And what in that physical space could be improved. Next, I want you to think about where can you go find traffic? Where can you go find your ideal customer? Where are they living? What social media platform are they on? What events are they going to? Do you need to run paid ads? How can you go find them? And where do you feel the most comfortable showing up consistently? 
And then where is this all leading to? Are you going to be building your email list? Do you want to send them to a specific landing page on your website? Do you just want them to send you a DM? What's the easiest thing for you to execute right now? Now that you're collecting all this information, what are you going to do with these leads? And then I really just want you to start showing up. (laughs) It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that because I guarantee you that there's no magic formula, no magic pill, no no magic anything that I could share with you right now that will be more powerful than you just committing to doing something for the next 30 days, the next 60 days, the next 90 days. You know, really, truly, what kind of transformation could your business have? The exposure that you're creating online for yourself. If you were to do, like I said, an Instagram live every day for 30 days at the same time, do you know that your Instagram followers would increase. I guarantee people would start to get to know you and look forward to your posts. And I guarantee that people would start to buy from you. Could you imagine if you went to that next dog event this summer in your community and you had a killer giveaway and you collected all the customer information and then you came back to your business and actually started emailing those people on a regular basis and they came in and shopped with you? Wouldn't that make doing that pop-up event more worth it than just selling whatever you're selling there that one weekend? Wouldn't it be amazing that instead of just knowing that email marketing works, actually seeing it turn into results for you because you've committed to a weekly email, maybe even two emails a week to your customer, nothing happens overnight, but big things can happen over a period of time. And it can be a short period of time. Can you imagine what your business could look like and how many customers you could have if you were showing up on your social media consistently, if you were sending emails every single week with great content inside it, that's really, really valuable. And you're showing your authentic self and you're giving the behind the scenes of what it's like to be one of your customers or to work in your business or to experience the products and services that you have to offer. Because remember, you are not just selling that product. You are helping pets live longer. You're not just grooming that dog. You're helping that dog look beautiful on the outside, but the the experience that you give them in your Zen salon is calming their inside. Or it's not just about walking the dog, but it's giving peace of mind to those owners because they can trust the person that's coming into their business. Like there's so many amazing things that you do that are different than anybody else. And so I want you to get really clear on what it is that you do differently than everybody. Put it into your marketing, share that message consistently and authentically, and be consistent with it. Okay. Remember you are not bothering anybody. And if you do, if they opt out of your email list, or if they stop following you, or if they make a comment that you don't like, who cares? Don't listen to them. They're not your ideal customer. Keep doing social media, keep doing your marketing, keep finding the perfect customers for you because they will show up when they, when they can see you and discover you because there is plenty of business to go get. So friends, when you say to me that you don't know how to find customers, I bet it's because you're still hiding in the business and you haven't fully stepped into 
sharing your message and sharing what it is that you actually do. Will you promise me that you will stop hiding? Promise me that. Promise me, promise me, promise me. Because this is where it's a numbers game. The more people who can find you, the more people we can convert <laughs> to customers, which we'll go into our, in, in our next episode, and the more we retain over the lifetime that they own a pet. All right. But it all starts here at the very top of the funnel. We need to go find as many people as possible. And the only way that's going to happen is if we can get in front of them. So we have to beautify whatever it is that they're already seeing when they meet us. And we have to become more intentional with how we get in front of them through paid advertising, organic, social, or engaging. Okay. I know you have it in you to push through any fear you're facing and to show up in a big way this summer for your pet business and your customers. If you need any extra support or have any questions about how to take this even farther, then you need to submit a question at askpetboss.com. And I just might use it for future content here on the podcast or on our own social media. Remember, content is everywhere. Everything is content. (laughs) All right, guys, you go be those content creators that I know you can be. I have over two decades worth of experience as a small business owner, and I've helped thousands of pet professionals see success with the strategies and tips that we share. But I bet 100% that you have a question for me. You have a burning business question that you just wish I would record a podcast episode about. Well, now is your chance. We have a website that you can visit where you can submit a question for me that I might record an episode all about. So if you have that burning business question, don't hide it any longer. Share it with me by visiting askpetboss.com. That's askpetboss.com. And tell me your question and it just may turn into a future podcast episode.